Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Will, um, you're off your crutches. I'm off crutches. Oh I'm walking. my god. I'm walking at a it's decent a clock, too. Yeah, we were walking to the bathroom. It's not, a, what is not it? that we were going together. Well, well, we were going we together. walked together, together to, the bathroom. to the bathroom. And went to the bathroom separately. Yes, and you were like, are you okay to walk this fast? <laughs> I'm a fast walker. <laughs> I am usually too, and yeah. that's been the most difficult thing for me is like having to force myself to take things slowly. Mm. I like to move. I like to move <laughs> fast. I'm just gonna leave it alone. <laughs> uh, walk away. But congratulations! It's Thank a you. Memorial Day miracle. It is. And yeah, it is. Yeah. And so, what are you gonna do this weekend? Uh, it is my girlfriend's birthday. Oh, mm, nice. Yep. So it's a big party. Uh, going to dinner. Nice. And. Uh, Get her a present? Mm-hmm. Well, the present is like a couple little things like here and there. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, tell her I say happy birthday even though I've never met her yet. I will. Um, we have uh, Brian Howie. Yes. Coming whom in. Whom you just <laughs> did his podcast. Yeah, I just did. Well, I did um, a show with him at the Imp- Hollywood Improv. Right. We were on stage. Is, is that his podcast? They aired? They must have aired oh, that. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I thought that. that were, I don't know. It was a live show. It was very fun. Okay. Um, he's got a really funny perspective and I agree with a lot of what he says and I don't agree with a lot of what he says. So this should be fun. We should get him in here. All right. All right. Bring him in. I'll get him. You can't walk at all. <laughs> Look out. The Lady Gang podcast is hitting you up every Tuesday and Thursday on Podcast One. Check out this week's chat with Dancing with the Stars alum, Brooke Burke. I traveled around the world and did 40 countries in two years. and did insane things. Like I flew a rocket. I swam with sharks. I jumped out of planes. I, I just oh, I did things that we would never do. Yeah. As a woman, if I thought about it, I'd be like, I would right. never do that. No. Total adrenaline junkie. Amazing. Download the Lady Gang podcast at Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Also remember to rate and review. Hello, welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. So you guys know my producer Will is holding his bathroom break for this whole hour, and I'm here with my friend and co-producer, podcast guy, and producer, all of these things, um, Brian Howie. How are you? Hi, how are you? I feel like I just saw you. You did, like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. It was fun. It was crazy fun. Yeah, so we were at the comedy store, right? We were at the improv. The Im- I don't know. I'm, they're all the they're same They're all the same. Laugh Factory Comedy Store. Yeah. They're all the same. It yeah, was We're at really the improv fun. in Hollywood. Yeah, it was very fun. Those, the, you know, We do shows all over the country, but the ones we do in Hollywood are particularly feisty. Yeah, I will say, if you're a single guy... Go to one of these shows because it was mostly women. Yeah, that one was mostly women. They're all mostly hot too. because of you, because oh. your fans are a lot of women. It and is. Ben I, Higgins was men. on the stage, and <laughs> and there was a lot of women. But some shows we do, it's mostly men. You know, well, we try I mean, and get I a fifty fifty. You have to be smart if there's like a housewife or something coming. No, there's going to be a lot of women. And I, if you're a dude, guys aren't that smart. That, that, that's a good point. You should go where right. where it's going to be mostly women, women and gay men. Right, because you'll then stand you're going to definitely score. Yeah, no guys score in New York. Guys. Take oh, advantage yeah. of our shows, and they they know the drill. <laughs> They're a little smarter there. Certain cities we go to, uh, at, and we're talking about the Great Love Debate. Yes, yeah, um, just putting out people there. Uh, in certain cities. The guys are like, if I speak, people are going to laugh at me. And in certain cities, guys are like, if I speak, somebody's going to have sex with me. Yeah. Those are the smart guys. Right. Exactly. Because it's true. Because you've got 200 women in a room, yeah. and they're all looking at you, and there's no competition. Right. 
And they're all, they were, it was a young, hot group of women. Yeah, it was. I was, I I thought, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. So I was like, huh. This is this would be a guy like I should have brought my straight guy friends. Yeah, guys. But I've uh, slept with all of them, so. Well, then yeah. you got it out of the way. Yeah, personally, yeah, that's true. But they're a little weird about that sometimes. That your friends? Do you start as friends and then had sex and went back to friends, or no. you start have sex and then you're like we're just friends? Yeah, we're just friends. <laughs> yeah, they get friend boxed, and then we hang out and I try to set them up with my girlfriends, and it's weird. So, but. I think I have had sex with most of my male friends. Well, you got to get out of the way, Will, I would think. Not my producer. Yeah, and not me. Not you. That's okay. true. I've, I've only met, I mean, I've met, over the years, I've met you quite a few times when you did pieces. Yeah. My girlfriend, Jennifer Jimenez, is yeah. in that. Yeah, I came to that. That was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've never had sex. No, we haven't. No. I mean, you never know. It might happen still. The day's not over. Exactly. <laughs> um, just putting it out there. Uh, so what's next? Well, we are... Um, You're traveling all over. Traveling all right? over. We have done 322 great love debates in 82 cities. And, you know, it's a little bit different to do these shows now in 2018 since a lot of the Me Too stuff happened. Yeah. It, you know what? We can't even get in. It's so sensitive. We can't really even have a proper conversation we about it. We can. I will say this, though. The women are absolutely not on the same page on this stuff. Half the women are like... Let's blow up, blow it up. It's been terrible. We need to, to have this conversation as loud as possible, and they're probably right. And half the women are like, shut up. You're going to scare the rest of the guys off. And it, the men are like, let us know when you figure it out, right, and we'll like, get back in it. Everyone's so afraid, and I can't even have an opinion. I have an opinion. We'll talk after. But <laughs> it is, it's such a touchy subject, and now everyone's like, is that okay? I think I sexually harass more men. Because I'm a very strong yes. personality, and I'm always like, you know, I'm like, are you circumcised? I don't. I know that's not appropriate, but I just. Well, it could I, be a medical. You question. fill it out, you know. <laughs> but for personally, for me, that's I've never had a Me Too moment because I wouldn't personally allow. I would I'd knock somebody's teeth out, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, as a strong personality, people tend to be a little more afraid of me. But is a, oh my God, you're so hot now could be considered a Me Too moment. I mean, I, I, well, I mean, this like as of exactly. as of it's, us recording this, Morgan Freeman just went down on this what? today. Yeah, and a bunch of women are like, we were uncomfortable because he always checked us out and whatever. I mean, a I year ago that was out. a dirty old man, and now that's sexual, you know, misconduct. And you know, not he, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, and he checked. My kids are obsessed with him. <laughs> right, and all he, I mean, not all he did, but apparently he made a lot of women uncomfortable because he was very open about his looks and his comments. He didn't touch anybody, but yeah, then he's just a perv. He's just a perv, and he probably spent seventy years as a perv, and nobody said anything. So he doesn't know any better. Well, I know, and what you could say that that that's not an excuse, but. The bar keeps moving. Some of the very loudest Me Too women voices have been just as bad, like you say, about your own behavior towards men. I know that for a fact. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely I had to have somebody on the housewives, um, the these guys that are in your house filming, mm-hmm. and we definitely had crushes on each other, but I would harass him to the point where they put him on a desk job. <laughs> they're like, you can't actually make out with her or go around with her. We're in Hawaii, and I was like, just come to my room. Robert. No more. He went away. Hi, Julian. You, you can't do that anymore. No. But you I could mean, have done it a year ago. But I didn't touch him, and I feel like – but, I mean, had that been the other way around, it would mm-hmm. have been a serious problem. Prob- oh, it would have been oh, a serious 100%. problem the other I mean, way around. Um, but you, you know, 
you were married a long time. Yes. And well, you yeah. basically like have a second act sexually. Yes. <laughs> well, so, I mean, I'm, oh, I'm a Scorpio. I'm like. I'm a Scorpio uh, too. There's a lot of Scorpio so you know. discrimination. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. But people- like, oh, you're crazy, but you're good in bed. So let's hang out. I'm like. <laughs> I know that's what people Pretty say. Spot on. The uh, Gemini's and Scorpios get discriminated against. I divorced a Gemini, but I will say everything that is true about Gemini's was true about my ex-husband. So no, no shade. It's just they have two personalities. Yeah, they are twins for a reason. Um, but moving back to the the well, let's just we'll stop with the Me Too stuff because okay. I'm scared to death. You can't. I can't even have say an it. opinion. Well, you and can I, have and, an opinion. You just I can't express. You have to be I, delicate. Oh, I have a, a huge opinion yeah. about it. But um, let's go back to dating and why you think you're a fucking expert. I don't think I'm an expert. I think I'm an expert at raising the questions okay. as much as providing the answers. Um, you know, we started the great love debate tour a little over four years ago. I used to say that, you know, I just want to raise the questions and let all these people find the answers. But right. since we have now heard from like close to 100,000 people... Right. We do have the answers, and uh, so we do I know what's going on out there. You, you might, but you disagree with them from your personal perspective. Yeah, because not but everyone is the same. Not everyone's the same, but I'm basically like, here's the general consensus. You, you have the statistics. Here's the consensus. Here's what most likely will or will not work. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, uh, the me- the women want the men to try harder, and the men want the women to make it easier. And that's where we're at now. The problem with that is the definition of try harder is nebulous. So, you know. I mean, I think it goes back to definitely what city you're living in. Yeah. How you grew up. True. Um, My parents are still together. I mean, my mom should have divorced them a long time ago, but hey. My parents are still together. I don't even think they like each other. Oh, they (laughs) definitely not. But, you know, I grew up with this idea that you're supposed to get married and have kids. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, go to college, which I didn't go to college, just to be clear. Um, but my sister did, my brother did, so they're fine. Uh, but get married, have kids in your 20s, and that's it. Have a white picket fence, work hard, and that's it. And I never really – I just – that's all I knew. Well, that's still in a lot of the country, still the perception that if you get divorced at 30, the marriage failed. If you don't get married, you failed. Right. And that's still, especially in the South, even in 2018 – stigma. It's a huge stigma. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's an issue. So – you know, we want uh, we try and have as many people speak openly about their own experiences and their societal pressures and family pressures and internal yeah. pressures and, and figure out, you know, I don't know if that's expertise, but it's certainly a lot of information. Well, I mean, like on your on your bio, you put enthusiasts. So you didn't put experts. So yeah, that was very smart because I was like, oh, I'm coming for him. But I don't believe – a lot of people do call themselves uh, dating experts or relationship experts. I think it's the one thing that nobody has mastered. No. I no. think that we're all – so I think it's I know subjective. more That's than why. a lot of people, right. but I know maybe 5% of what there is to know. And so well, you're, you're, my curiosity drives me. You're studying it constantly. Yeah, it's a and, social experiment. Right, for you. And that's, I mean, that is your job. So mm-hmm. it's different for me, whereas I go on dates. <laughs> and you're also in Los Angeles. Uh, if we yeah. plopped you down in uh, – you know, I do really Kansas well. City. I do really well in New York, where I was the other night. We did a show in Kansas City. It was wildly different. Farmers only. Like I could get a hot like farmer that farmersonly.com, I bet you. I think you could. Yeah. They had a uh, porn drive-in theater in Kansas City. So a drive-in movie theater playing porn. Who wants to clean that car after? Well, that? who wants to be sitting <laughs> next to another car with that? Well, that, that's probably <laughs> part. That's probably part of the. 
draw because it's like like that. What is that voyeurist? Yeah, kind of I like, guess. But you're like, oh, Kansas City, real conservative. Uh, uh-uh, they got porn driving. I don't. I don't think anyone's as conservative as they pretend to be. I think in this day and age, we all know our kids know more than we think they know. I know I mean, our I have kids a know a lot and 11 of year stuff. year old and. We talk openly about everything. Are they like, I know that already, Mom? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, please stop, please stop. Make it. Like, why are you laughing at this joke about 69? You know nothing about that. Right. And they're like, mm, okay, whatever. I'm like, oh, my God. But the world we're living in now, we're raising little beings that we can't even protect them from this information. And it's probably better that they have it. Yeah. I mean, at least they're not afraid of asking questions. I mean, it's sort of a lot of, you know, younger millennials that I know, they're just like, sex has been so destigmatized yeah. to them. They're like, I'm just going to go and get my job and, and um, finish college and then right, I will right. get around to dating. They've sort of lost interest in dating altogether, which I'm not sure is good either. So can a guy uh, yeah. go up to you at Whole Foods and ask you out? Uh, I thought that was happening the other night. I got so excited. <laughs> I was so because my Whole Foods at my house, which I generally don't shop there because it's so expensive, mm-hmm. but it's right next to my house, so I can walk there. So everyone's hot, everyone's single, everyone's shopping for one, everyone's in great shape, and they're eating right. And right. I'm like, ooh, so this guy was so hot, no ring, following me around, and I was like, I look cute that day. I had something to do. I had some pressing, so like half of my time I go there, I'm like half in my pajamas. But I was cute, and I'm like, oh, okay. So then I went to get this bone broth shit that I have to drink, and he didn't go to the aisle. I'm like, oh, well, what? I lost him. I got in line, and all of a sudden, he's behind me. I could kind of peripherally peripher- – I can't say that word, peripherally. Peripherally. Yeah, that's good. What you said. See him, and he tapped me on my shoulder. He's like, excuse me. And I'm like, yes, I'm getting a date. Um, not that I have any trouble, but right. he was super hot. He's like, do you think I could get a selfie with you because you're my girlfriend's favorite? I'm like, oh. Favorite what? <laughs> yeah. Favorite like I'm I'm a real person. Sometimes and it's great and I'm ha- I'm happy to do the selfie, but it was a little disappointment. And yeah. when I told my kids, I walked home and I told them, they're like, "Oh, you got burned." <laughs> That's like, true. Now, one disadvantage you have is because you're tall, you can't use uh, a technique which I tell women to do is to go up to guys and say, "Can you help me reach something no. off the top shelf to try and en- no. engage them?" You're tall. No, I generally help the older women <laughs> when I'm. Everyone asks me to help them. But one thing that I will say is I had to go to Home Depot with my dad. We were doing a project. And there's a lot of hot – it's all men at Home and Depot. And they want to – I know. I tell guys. Guys go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Yep. Women go to Home Depot and, and just ask start – asking. Like, can I, can a, I caulk this? Right? Absolutely. Be a damsel in distress for – I'm not we a damsel in distress, but – Pretend. Like, I'm about to become a damsel. Like, it's hot. Yeah, I yeah. know. But there's not a lot of Home Depots here. They're far, like, far away. Yeah, I know. But it is a – or go – Or, or like, even go to Ikea and say, will this desk be hard for me to put together? And a I'm, guy will be like, yeah. I'll put that together for right. you. Right. I don't go to Ikea. I have serious <laughs> issues with them. I get lost in there. I can never get out. That's I'm the goal miserable. of Ikea. They don't want you out. Exactly. I, I, You're I've not not eating the Swedish meatballs. And I'm like, I'm out. I'm yeah. done. I'm never, I went once in my life. I'm, I got lost. I was pissed. Nope, never again. But there are places women can go. Like, let's say one of your friend's husbands has a membership at a golf course. Go have lunch. Yeah, that's where because, the guys are. Yeah, and they have a job and they have money because they, they can be at the golf course. In the well, middle, you know uh, what I mean? You know, a lot of women are always like, there's way more women than men everywhere I go. Well, over the age of about 35, the women will still hang out together as a group, yeah. drink wine, and complain about men. 
men at night over a certain age won't do that, but they will do it during the day. So you have to go where the men are in packs during the yeah. daytime, which is the golf course. Yeah, and Home Depot. And Home the, Depot. I mean, you just have to really think about it. Where would I be if I was a hot guy? What would I be doing? I'd be putting a desk together, and I might need something at Home Depot. Right. She Once was. you get in, in that circle, though, like Kevin Federline can still get girls because he has the, the has, scent of brandy on him. Uh, of Brittany. He has six. No yeah. one is going with him. But girls, it's almost like the stamp of approval. No. That does help. It will help all your exes. I don't think that helps Kevin, especially when he's sitting there going, I need more than $20,000 a month. Because if he went into money. a bar right now in Louisiana or wherever he lives, there will be a lineup of women who want to get with him. That, you know what? Uh, have you seen him lately? Yeah, he's huge. They, they don't care. Oh, I just, it's just I celebrity want to, trumps everything and it's it really does. fucking disgusting to me and it also ruins everything like I want to I want to be with someone I, that doesn't have any fucking idea when I meet someone I'm like I'm a writer because I am a writer yeah but well but that is hard in Los Angeles it's if you if difficult. you just lived in uh, Charlotte you know, would you date the, a guy who had just a normal life, normal yes, job? Yes, that was my plan. I met this guy who was a businessman. He had nothing to do with the entertainment industry. He was just, I thought, normal. And I talked myself into being attracted to him, which I wasn't. And <laughs> Because it, was, it made sense on paper. We were the same age. We had the kids the same age. Our kids go to the same school. Yeah. It was like my friends were like, give it a chance. Just give it a chance. They all like his biggest cheerleaders. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. And then I was right. You're still here, though. So if you go out here, people are going to notice. And people, you know, if you were in uh, Dallas, you would just be a pretty woman in Dallas. And so maybe people wouldn't notice. Maybe. It is hard to have a mm. normal. I've been to Dallas. Yeah. And people know who I am in Dallas. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, people. I know people know. <laughs> they but, have housewives in Dallas. Right. But they don't have the, the, the paparazzi outside right, of every no, restaurant. That's, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. They have housewives there. The housewives there don't get bothered no, nearly no, no. as much. I mean, it's not even. It's It's not bothersome it's just like you just want someone that really likes you for you and you I, I already have trust issues up the fucking wazoo I don't need to now wonder if you're with me because you're attracted to me or because you're getting your picture taken true it sucks yeah so is there something to be said for then you dating somebody more famous nope. and then now that doesn't work either tried it <laughs> There can I've realized in a relationship, there like there can only be one star. It 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 becomes a pissing contest of who gets attention, and it it doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. And I'm not that person, but I've noticed like you almost don't want to share what you're doing next or what's going on because then it's like, well, yeah, well, I gotta go, and and it's like you just want to have that conversation, but there's always somebody that has to take a back seat, and when you have two people, then someone's gonna get resentful, and I just it is hard. It. I, he, I heard uh, Ethan Hawke on a podcast the other day, and he was talking about how him and Uma, when they were married, both auditioned for the same movie, and one got it and one didn't, and it was just really uncomfortable. Yeah, well, you want to be happy crazy for them, as and it is. yeah, I know it's already crazy, but then you're like, it, it, it's hard because very rarely are two people's lives at the same place, much less careers or confidence levels or right. all that kind of stuff. So it's. That is tough. Yeah, you're that's right. why all these actors they think it's a great idea, but then they end up like it's it's just there can only be this is my my general consensus. I've seen a lot of people together, and both you know stars in their own right. And I know from like I knew from the minute I saw it, I'm like never gonna work. Yeah, I mean people get in these uh, location ships. 
Yep. Where they're together on a set or shooting a television show that's or something. That's what I was just discussing this morning. It's not normal for me not to be jealous. Of, I watch my, my husband or boyfriend make out with a woman on set, and it's not normal for him not to be attracted to the attractive woman he's saying, making out with. Yeah. It's the most fucked up. I will never... These people outside are really loud. I'm surprised soap, soap stars are kissing daily oh, attractive I'm, oh, people. Oh, my ex used to be on a soap. Yeah. I think he banged everyone. <laughs> so it wasn't just... No. He wasn't um, just a really good actor. No. Oh, a, I, you know what? We're getting along, so I'm trying not to say anything. But uh, no, he's just very handsome, and there's a lot of beautiful women on soaps, as you know. Yeah. So it's like if a little a breeding ground for straight sex. guy on, on soaps, that helps even more. You know what's funny? Um... Well, this is, not, this is totally off subject, but there was two guys that used to be on soaps, and I was driving on Ventura Boulevard, and they have a bench, and that's their faces, and they're now realtors, but they put their, their really handsome guys on the bench. I'm like, that's kind of like a, you're whoring yourself out. Like, you're putting your number and your face. Well, I mean, Orange County is filled with ex-actresses who are still good-looking, who are selling real estate down there now. You know, and a lot of guys will put their house on the market just so they have access to the real, and they really have no intention of selling. So they have to they have to weed through that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But who wants to do that? Like, I'm here to make money. I don't want to be like getting calls from random chicks that just want to meet me. I want to make a sale or whatever. That's how I would feel. I know. Um, hi. People have. No. People hi. have. Randy. People oh, have hi. all sorts of. That's our owner is coming in. Hi. Hi. Oh, I don't know. He looks really smooth. The, the, the hot guy. No, it's the guy. I mean, who? Oh. Is he a bachelor of some kind? He looks super familiar. I'm not exactly sure who he is, but he's very cute. Yeah. All right. Okay. I just got a little flustered. Um, we glad, were just interrupted by our owner, but he's allowed to do that because he owns Podcast One. Yeah. He has and, every right. To. Yeah. And a very cute boy that seemed like he was game for me to like take him around and show them the ropes. You look at cute boys the way <laughs> guys look at cute girls. Like you're, you yeah. instantly wanted to assess... Mm-hmm. All sorts of things. He was up, he was up for it. I mean, he was certainly up for it. He was very excited to. Did you hug him or he just? Um, he I wanted will. to go. He wanted to hug. This desk got in the way. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I noticed that. I'm like, yeah. she acts the way yeah, we act. I'm, I'm very much a, like a dude in a chick's body. Yeah. I'm my my friends joke like, put your dick away. You have the biggest dick in the room. It's the problem. Like, that's but, hard too. For but the I can be very feminine. Like I have my moments. It depends on what. Like I need to be the boss of him. He wasn't going to say it. Like, he was just going to be sweet and, like, stand there. So Is that you, your defense mechanism, though? No, you have to know your role. I, I'm definitely going to be the boss of him. That's it. Just right. flat out. <laughs> well, I can tell. He like, looked like he was ready to be bossed by Yeah, you. exactly yeah. my point. I, I assessed the whole right. situation. So that could be called sexual <laughs> my, <laughs> my job. I don't want it to lock back up sexual harassment, but it wasn't. I just said I will show him around. Right. And that seemed very nebulous as what that meant. And that was a good way to phrase it. I will give you whatever you need. Let me know. Uh, something like that. Well, that was a little bit <laughs> aggressive. Um, all right. So back to what, what, what I, I got, I got like a glamoured, I call it. When I, a hot guy like gets in front of me, I forget what I'm doing. And like when my friends go to pick up like my kids at Eddie's, my ex's house, yeah. I'm like, don't get glamoured. Keep a straight face. Don't look him in the eye. What are you like at like the uh, kids games and stuff? Because oh, I tweet the coaches when they – I'm very – But um, there's there's this weird – even with parents that are still together, there's this weird undercurrent of sexual energy and attraction that goes on that I notice because I don't have the kids. So mm-hmm. I'm like – I can feel it. There's like this 
Well, my flirting. kids are older. My kids are. I don't. But they I were. Flirt, they were younger. They were younger. Like when they were younger, I, I didn't have balance. Like I didn't. They didn't think that I was a sexual being at all. Like I didn't ever bring a guy around. I didn't tell them about dating. I lived two separate lives. I was like, okay, you're with me. I'm here every day, all day. Don't talk about guys. They go to dads, and I'm like wild whore on, you know, <laughs> Cannon Drive. I don't know what that means, but it was like two separate lives. And only now that they're getting older, have I. This is like the first boyfriend that I just told you about that yeah. I really, really introduced to them, and they didn't like him. That that was like. Oh, they didn't like him right time. away. How long did it take for you to introduce them? Um, I did not. Not it wasn't by choice. He showed up at my door. Uninvited. But they're the kid. He has kids. You're at the same school. Yeah, but I don't. I don't go to school there. I've no. never. I've never been there. I'm going tomorrow <laughs> for the first time. My kid's been You've there for one been year. There. I know, but don't but you have to. I'm going to... tomorrow for a tour for the second kid. Yeah. Ugh. All I all I see is dollar signs when I talk. Yeah. Anyway, but no, I've I never knew he existed. But, but he just showed up. You do know. Here's an advantage that you have: is that you know that any guy you talk to will go out with you once. Okay. They might not all go out with you twice. Right. But you know, like, of course he'll go out with me once. I at I least get a go. shot. Right. Is that make it less special every time you meet somebody? I don't know. What uh, is that like? I think, here's the thing. I can fuck whoever I want. I mean, that's, that's fine. And so can this guy that I'm seeing that lives in Venice because he's very attractive. Dumb as fuck, but very attractive. So it's not a need. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, I don't even think I told him about podcasts, whatever. Oh. He's, a, he's a very straight guy that lives in Venice. Like, this is, he's not trying to. Yeah. He had no idea. Like, if I was on TV. I live like, over there. I'll check him out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's cute. He's cute. He's just not right. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? We were know, talking about. The point is, like, he could have whoever wants. I could have whoever wants. Like, just for that night, for the, just for the moment. Right. But who wants that? When you know that you can have that, you kind of want to see, like, you want to ease in a little and not just go balls to the wall. Let's fuck and let's be done. So, do you withhold for a few dates, or even if you want to, because you can? You, does it make a difference? Yeah, I haven't had sex with this guy yet. How long have you been sort of dating? Three dates. Okay, good for yeah. you. I mean, we very prudish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he. I don't know. It wasn't prudish. Trust me. What did you like, do on the first date? Not what, sexually, we, but what kind of date was it? We had drinks at a cute place right by his apartment. I'm not stupid. I knew what he was doing. And then he wanted to show me his apartment. I'm, of course. Uh-huh. And then we walked there. We made out. And then I took an Uber home. Okay. Yeah. That's a standard date. Yeah. You know, you heard me say that at our show, that we cannot generally pick the women up nope. anymore. Which is good, because otherwise you're getting lucky, because I'm getting drunk. And that's a problem. Right. And we, and we and come in, or let me at least, we're at least making out in the car. The Uber thing is like, there's my Uber. I got to go. Bye. It's like suddenly it shows up. That makes it hard to date. It is. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's actually, it makes it hard for men. It makes it hard for it men. It makes it easier for us women to not maybe act on what we want to act on. Right. Because there is that stupid thing that if you, if you like sleep with someone the first night you meet them, that they're never going to want to talk to you again. But I slept with my husband the first night I met him. We were together for 13 years. Statistically, first of all, if you sleep with them on the first night and they call you the second night, they like you. So yeah. you find that out early. That's true. If you lined up a 1,000 couples who were in happy relationships and you asked each one, when did you first have sex, the number one answer will be the first night. 
The number two answer will be the second night, and going on down to the last answer will be the wedding night. Because if you had sex earlier, at least on the first night or second night, it means you probably liked each other. Right. It means that you probably, you know, chemistry, chemistry, you liked, you got along, you're attracted, and go from there. The people who, who wait, you wait three months, statistically, that doesn't do anything more. You know, it's kind of separate to the guy. You want to find out if he likes you? Have well, sex guess with what? Him. Well, you're waiting three months. He's having sex with a lot of other people. Yeah, and we'll I mean, wait. It doesn't mean uh, anything. I've had this argument with, with Patty Stanger before, and she's like, you need to wait to know if you're in a monogamous relationship. And I'm like, you won't know you're in a monogamous relationship until you have sex. And how many times have the women waited to have sex and the sex sucked and the woman is out of there? And by the way, <laughs> the second anyone hears relationship and monogamy, especially when you first meet someone, they're running for the door. I mean, that's been my experience. Sometimes, I've, but a lot of guys, I think women uh, underestimate how a lot of guys want to get into a relationship. They just don't know what it will take with you because you're all different and you're all complicated and they just can't see the roadmap. So the roadmap that right. they can understand is sex. I, she had sex with me. She must like me. She must desire me. All the other stuff, you guys are very complicated. Of course. I mean, men are simple creatures and yeah. we are all crazy. Like Everyone's like, Oh, she's crazy. I hate when guys say that, but it is true. We're all crazy. Crazy is part of your brand. I mean, but it, but it is. <laughs> For every woman I know, they can be all together. When they're going through a breakup, they act crazy. They're faking pregnancies and doing crazy. I'm like, yeah. whoa, no wonder he's leaving your ass. Like, you got to – I say you have to show them who you truly are. In the beginning, we are all – better versions of ourselves yeah like you're out with them, their you're, you're out with their publicist you, exactly and we kind of <laughs> show them like what you know we are but edited version mm-hmm. and then for me now it's like i'm just getting older i don't have time to edit so i'm just calling it a day like you either like me for me and i'm sarcastic and i say the f word or you don't and we can just call it a day right i think uh, you, you that i would want to get the full brandy <laughs> up front so I know what I'm dealing with. And you know, the, the worst thing is hiding it for 30 days. Ugh. And then suddenly you get the crazy and you're like that change and whatever. Like, people, people are so afraid. You know, do what you want. Say what you want. Express. And if they can deal with it, I think you'll be fine. If they like it. I mean, if that's not your – like I dated somebody that was very offended by everything I said. Mm-hmm. But the sex was really good. And it was just what it was. But he's like, that hurts my feelings. I'm like, well, you're dating the wrong person. <laughs> like, it's just mm-hmm. – he didn't understand sarcasm and – Everything I said, I had to say, I'm joking. Yeah, and I, don't I know. I want to be walking on, when I am definitely joking, I don't want to be walking on eggshells around a sensitive man. Yeah, I know. You can't change who you are, but if you feel secure and special and safe within the context of a relationship, you might be less sarcastic. You might mm-hmm. be, like, you never know. No, but I have a very nurturing side of me. Like, I like to do things for, like, I'd love to cook. I love to wait. Like, even with my kids, I'm, I'm like, do I look like a waitress? And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, all right. Hot good, waitress. Good point. Yeah. But I do. I wait on them hand and foot. I kind of enable them. But I enjoy nurturing. I enjoy taking care of my ex-husband. I enjoy, like, making sure that everyone's okay. Even with my girlfriends, I'm like the mom to all of them. I'm, I'm kind of sick of it. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like a therapist, the mom, the cook, the this. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Who's, who, when do I get to be the girl? Yeah. Well, will you let a guy take care of you? If a guy can man up and handle it, yes. How do you handle when the check comes? 
Well, with my girlfriends, I always pay. I'm the no, worst. No, with a guy, you're on a date. Do you even fake it? I, fake no, reach? No. Don't, yeah, good. Don't do that. that. No. Just say thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. I don't touch it. Good. Don't no. even offer. Yeah, nothing. No. That's it's, smart. That's great. I mean, <laughs> listen. <laughs> he I, wants to pay. Right, But he exactly. wants to hear thank you. Right, of course. Yeah. And I'm And I'm so about man like not i mean like about how you treat your weight staff and when we had this conversation at the great love debate yeah i was a waiter i was a hostess if you're rude to the waiter and the hostess we are not compatible right it's you're just a bad human being that you need to feel like you're better than them for some reason i don't like that type of person but please pay the check <laughs> uh so you're open to being married again nope not Mm-mm. just flat out no no way no, no way Mm-mm. why not uh, I want to be with someone. I want to share my life with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't need a piece of paper that says I have to be with that person because getting unmarried was so life-sucking and difficult and took you know so much of me away for two or three or four years that I just – if you don't want to be here, just leave. Let's I'm always make su- it hard. surprised at uh, very wealthy men like Ron Perelman or somebody like that who get married – Four or five times and have to write like a $50 million check every single time. Like maybe after twice you'd right. be like, I just love her and I will take, and we'll have a life together. Like what are you doing? Uh, there are some, <laughs> some guys are just like – look at David Foster. I mean I, he's my friend and I love him. But I mean what is he like – Four wives? I don't know. I think. And, is that an insecure thing? Like I need to lock her down as my wife? I think that that they don't, some guys are just that? in love with love. But that's different, and being in love very, with... Will, behind you, my producer, he's in love with love, and he just got a divorce, and then he locked this chick down. He's madly in love. Well, there is something you said for love, but you just said, like, you can have love and all that without necessarily getting married again. Yes. And if it gets to the point where... Because, like you said, divorce is exhausting. Oh, it's, it's a lifestyle. All my gay friends who got married, they're like... Getting divorced I told sucks. My gay friends, I'm like, be careful what you <laughs> fucking like, we wish for. We fought for this, and exactly. they're like, "Oh like, no!" Be careful what you wish for. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'll marry you, but um, okay. They're like, we were together we'll for ten to years, totally happy, and now they're like, I got to go through this divorce crap. Yeah. But a lot of my gay friends have a different arrangement than, let's say, a married couple, a married straight couple. They have. Um, it's a little more open. Yeah, they have some rules of yeah. engagement. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that actually works. I know. And uh, so, the, if, the happier I mean, couples that I know are exactly. are gay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, as far as dating goes, it is a tough town. It is – there are no set rules. I mean, you know the statistics. You know kind of – give us a few – like, the uh, mostly women listen to this podcast. So uh-huh. tell the women out there that want to be involved, that live in these big cities, what they do. Well, the first thing you have to do is, is recognize that there are opportunities around you. I would say that the best dating site is Earth. And what I mean by that is every time you leave your house, you are within 10 yards of more guys, better guys, possible guys than you ever would be online. The problem is when we're out of our house now, it seems so unnatural to engage with each other or even notice each other that we're basically like staring at our phone or on our phone and we have blinders on. And then the only way that we sort of engage with possible suitors is – with the safety of technology. Right. It's adult. I call our phones an adult pacifier. It's sort of and what it is. It's, it's almost like having, so whether you're in line at Starbucks or you're at Whole Foods or you're <laughs> you have to understand that there are people all around you that if you just notice them in some way, those are better. And you're already together in a room. Yeah. So even if you meet people online, you got, and the other thing I think that I tell women that they have to do 
is get rid of the words, not my type. Okay? I mean... There's a phone ringing here. There's a phone um, ringing. People are a, at the a door. A lot of women are like, I want this, I want that. And I think that you imagine what you believe you want right. because then you're like, if I haven't found that, it's just that I, you're putting it on, on other people. There are possibilities. Right, well, because, and people have, I think a lot of my girlfriends, some of them, let's say, I have a lot of beautiful friends, but let's say they're sevens. Yeah. And they want to date an 11. I'm like, honey, it's not going to fucking happen. Like, you need to be dating sevens. Well, like, and, uh, yeah. Uh, this woman, uh, Lori Gottlieb, wrote this book, um, and she basically asked women, if you could write down 10 things that you were looking for in a guy, and I could say... I can guarantee you eight of them, the women are like, I have to settle. And if you told the guy, write down 10 things and I'll give you eight of them, the guys are like, oh my God, eight out of 10, that is awesome. Because men almost think in terms of sports, like 80% batting average is fantastic. And women looked at it like, I want everything. And until I find everything Everything. in one person, I'm not jumping in. And and if you make a list of 10 things, you're really picking 10 out of 2,000 possible right. variables. And so I think women have to give people opportunity that you wouldn't think you would be with. Compromise or wouldn't think a little comp- bit. You'll find out more about yourself than right. when you ever would. I think a lot of what we think we want is what a lot of what we imagine that we want. Right. The and prince on the, you know, knight in shining armor. And I, I, but where do these women get – because I, I never – I just go with who I'm attracted to. Like that's just me. Like, and listen, but I But mean, do you project how they're going to look in 20 years? No. Because <laughs> we don't age as well. Men, you guys age way better than women do. What are you talking about? Do After we? 30, we're like thrown away to like, okay, next. It's a completely different game. I don't think that's what the reason that the women get thrown away. The, the, the older man, younger woman is far more about confidence than being attracted to. Because if a guy takes you out to, for drinks... You could probably buy your own drinks. Yeah. It's not that big a deal to you. You take a 22-year-old out for two glasses of Chardonnay, she thinks you're a god. Yeah. And a lot of guys, especially after they get out of a divorce, they've lost their confidence. Right. They don't think they're a little older. They don't feel attractive they anymore. Want to be the man and again. it's tougher to get that feeling from a 40-something woman so they go younger to feel like a hero again. Right. You know, it's not that he's they more attracted to her. Having sex with a 42-year-old is always better than with a 22-year-old. Sorry, 22-year-olds. They they don't know what they're doing (laughs) yet. They don't know what they're doing. So it's it's not a physical thing. It's I need to feel good about myself, and it's hard to feel good about yourself with a woman who's close to your age. Yeah, I I guess that makes sense. I mean, it just depends on... You're not that impressed if a guy buys you drinks. Well, that's not true, (laughs) because you know what? I think it's it's a lovely gesture, and to be honest, like, I I pay for everything all the time. Like, it's, I told you, I want to feel like the girl. That is something that is attractive to me. The one thing about my ex-boyfriend You're appreciative, that, but you're I'm not impressed. That's no, the difference. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's very nice, and I always say thank you. And it, it does make me feel a certain way, like, oh, I'm safe in this person's hands. Like, even though I don't need him, like, he's there if I, if I, if I some, for some reason, can't handle something. Like, I think women also have to allow chivalry to no. flourish now you said we cannot pick you up so that's right. a chivalrous gesture that's gone but uh a guy came to our great love debate show in san francisco and he said i stopped holding the door because the women stopped saying thank you and a woman stood up and said if you need a thank you to hold the door stop doing it and they're both right and they're both wrong, wrong. yeah so he's doing it for the wrong reasons she doing it so a lot of women are like 
you're holding the door for me because I'm weak. And especially a lot of people are like, that's a show of like, I cannot let a man right. do that. And so there's this blurring of traditional gender roles that switched in the middle of like two generations of dating and we don't know how to handle it. So we hide behind the phone. Well, I mean, it's true. I mean, what do, I mean, I always say thank you, but I expect a guy to get the door. You do. Yeah, If you're 22, absolutely. you're like, what, I can't get my own door? No, I mean, there I think is that women feeling. my age are actually more like, I got this. Like, they, because I'm just as good as you. I'm just as strong as you. No, you don't need to do it. I prefer a gentleman. Like, that's just me. Right. And so there, there aren't as when many... When do you oppor- do it? When do you not? There aren't as many opportunities to be a gentleman. What you're doing by, by taking away the, can we pick you up for a date? We used to show up with flowers. We used to, you know, take care of you. It's just we a different to... time now, though. People are crazy. People are no crazier now than 1974. I don't know. He would pick you up in 1974. You're not old enough for that, but with no seatbelt, already drunk, <laughs> you know, whatever. People, women watch too many Lifetime movies. That's true. You I know? actually really like Lifetime movies. <laughs> right. Just but in, in the Lifetime yeah. movies, it takes the guy two months. He moves in next door, and then he turns into a psycho. That's true. There's not that many first date psychos. I mean, I, I, I don't know because I always meet people there. I know you do. Yeah. And that's normal now. And I get it. But you'll get in the car with an Uber guy and you don't know anything about that guy. No, I will tell you the last time I had somebody pick me up, I had the worst experience of my life. And I, I can't even, I don't want to relive it. Nightmare experience. But Can so, he send an Uber for you? Is that okay? I think that they should. If you're meeting there, like... Some I women are that like, that's property, they'll like, know my, they're, yeah. they're, they're only suggesting that to get my address. If a guy so women says, say oh, that. <laughs> no, if a guy says, meet me, okay, so you want to meet around six, send a car. If you're asking me on a date, mm-hmm. then you're in charge of the state. Right. But some women are like, just the offer of, let me send a car for you, you're trying to find out where no, I live. No, send me a car. I'm all good for can the, Your kids are older now, but can I pay for your sitter? No, I, that's aggressive. <laughs> Some women are like, please. Well, that, it just depends on the woman. Like, everything's different. Exactly. I mean, so, but, the, totally right. Like, the guy doesn't. His responsibility. I'm his responsibility for the night. Not but some children. guys and some women are like, I want to do everything I can to make this right. easier and stress free. It's, it's, nice, so, it's a nice gesture. I would just some say. women would interpret that as a nice gesture. And some women, like, your instinct was, that's aggressive. And the guys are like, I have no idea. Like, which way to go. And all he knows is what the last girl liked, and he probably yeah. found that out too late. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, but I'm all about asking. I mean, if you, if you ask, if I don't want it, I'll just say no thank you. And, but there's no harm, no foul. Just ask and be polite. Right. And correct. And you have to look at, like, his intent by offering things is but not right. necessarily sinister. No. Right. You know, if he wanted to find out where you live, he can find out where right. you live as soon as he has your phone number. Exactly. If he's well, a psycho. I mean, yeah. You can find out where everyone lives on the internet. Did you seconds. online date? I'm doing it now. I'm what? actually, um, yeah, I'm on Tinder. Have you been on Bumble? I don't do, I just started on Tinder again. That's how I met these last two guys. But do I they assume a, it's fake if it's you? It's I would assume it's fake. It's my personal Facebook. It goes to my like, yeah, personal one. Not my, yes, like, but not, like, it's just like me If and I kids. saw you, I'm like, oh, that's Brandy Glenville. There's no way she's on Tinder. Well, these guys are straight. <laughs> that's true. I, they don't, that's You're, not It's like, audience. oh yeah, it's just another hot so my, chick in my, LA. My normal Facebook where it's just me and the kids and yeah, the dumb that's shit. True. Yeah. So, you know. It's not as glam. I don't know. But Apparently we have to wrap this up even oh. though we've been like inappropriately. Um, Phones ringing yeah, and doors guests. Are, I mean, I can't really it's not, always a circus but, at Podcast One. I will tell you the guest was hot. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take gonna, him down. You're going to take him down. Yeah. For he sure. had no idea what he's getting. No That's part idea. of the tour here at Podcast mm-hmm. One. He's going to see the third drawer in my room on the right side of the bed. <laughs> 
It's a lot of fun shit in there. <laughs> well, thank you for coming. Even though you didn't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he might. Um, um, how can we find you on social media? Uh, go to greatlovedebate.com. Uh, you'll see our live tour schedule, and you will see how to subscribe to our podcast. We have the world's number one dating relationship podcast, uh, and we have all kinds whatever. of uh, friends <laughs> and uh, famous people and regular people. And uh, greatlovedebate.com. Follow us on all socials at greatlovedebate. And if you're a straight guy, go to these things, because there's a bunch of chicks there, and they're all hot. They are. All right. They are. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye. Well, um, now we know. Yes. Will the ro- the proper harassment? Uh, well, I think we're still kind of confused on that. <laughs> I definitely harassed the man that came in, which I'm going to continue to harass him. Okay. Um, Especially if he's coming to podcast one. Yeah, we have to schedule all of our podcasts right at the time where he's right around his either time. coming or leaving. Okay. Always when he's got coming. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds a little scary it does right. it's okay. but th- but I do think that was an important part of the conversation because it's like yes I huh. I don't know because there's a, there's a level of flirting there's a level of dialogue but then there's also when you feel that it crosses a boundary yeah that's true you know and so like I think you can feel it internally I don't know if the person who's saying it feels it externally because obviously there's creepy fucking I people I think everyone is subjective everyone feels differently yeah so it just depends on I mean, how are you raised? Like, what what is your degree of, of right. fucking tightness? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you keep slipping all these great little. That's what she yeah. said. Yep. Yep. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Um. That was awesome. It was. All right. Bye. Wait. What? Do you have Memorial Day weekend plans? I am going to see Beauty and the Beast tomorrow night because my friend Marissa, who you met, Wait, um, Monoker. F- when this comes out, the Friday showing or the Saturday showing? Friday. Oh, I'm going to the Saturday showing. Shut up! That's my girl, one of my girlfriend's right. birthday event things. Well, I'm going with Marissa and her all of her gay husbands. What? She's singing in the show. Who is she? So Marissa's a Tony Award. I know she is. So they, like, last minute, they added a song for her specifically to come in and sing. It's one song. Really? So it's kind of a big deal. Is she doing Friday and Saturday? Yes. Oh, so I'll see yes. her too. You will see I'll her. I'll shout from all the way in the yeah, back I'll of my seat. Yeah, I'll tell her you're going to be like, there. Marissa, I produced Brandy. She, I met you at one time. Right. <laughs> Do you think she could introduce me to Kelsey Grammer? I'm a huge fan of Kelsey Grammer. Will Kelsey Grammer come on your podcast? Um, I don't like him. Oh. He's a good actor, but I'm friends with his ex-wife, Camille, and he was not a good husband. Uh, so yes, I've heard He's not things. invited. Yeah. We can have Camille on, though. Okay. All right. Um, but I do, think, <laughs> I do think that Kelsey's a good actor. I just don't like him as a human sure. being. Yes. Um, there's a lot of really big actors in the there show. There is. Zoe Deschanel's like, yeah. Belle? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, what's, what's his name? I, I can't remember. But Rev- yeah, there's a lot of big actors that I don't remember. Rebel but Wilson is the The most food. important is that my friend Marissa Correct. is singing. Yes. And I, she even sent me a, like a video of her practicing. I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, and then I thought I had the kids this weekend, so yeah. I didn't really make a lot of other plans. And I have a skin infection and a yeast infection, so we'll mm, see. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to do – I mean, I'll hang out with some um, – tonight I have a dinner. Okay. I don't know. All right. Just chilling. Keep it low-key. Low-key. I All can't right. really go like hard with this like thing eating the side of my face. So. It's eating the side of your face? Well, I mean, it, it hurts. It doesn't look like it's eating the side of your face. It was. It is. Okay. It's so, a skin eating yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Well, right. no, Let's it's called fixed. MRSA, but it's it's not a really hard infection to get rid of. So that's what you get. Oh, great. I mean, all right. So <laughs> make sure and uh, go to Bi- Coastal, Coastal Beauty, Beauty. Unfiltered. Yep. Um, I'm I gave Jez a blog about feminine hygiene, mm-hmm. and she's refusing to post it Why? because she she's scared. Because it's too specific. Too aggressive, she oh, said. Okay. 
and she said it's too gross. Oh. <laughs> I, Bo- it's body, just, listen, it's, bodies are gross. It's my story. Yeah. Like, I say, like, she's not going to be embarrassed. Right. Like, I'm telling my personal story of a couple of things. That happened. <laughs> She, I knew she wouldn't post. I don't know how to post it. Otherwise, I'd do it myself. Okay. But she's a big, scaredy cat. Ah. So look for that soon when I talk her into it. Okay. And uh, that's it. Great. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.